I believe ClearStem exists to help build me as a person rather than me existing to build ClearStem. So if ClearStem's here to help build me, I need to be the best I can be in a very holistic, well-rounded way in order to build the most successful brand. Welcome to Real with Teal. This world is evolving, my friends. We are elevating as a collective, and it is my mission to expand your mindset and see the realness. You will be hearing from the top thought leaders, change makers, and entrepreneurs across all industries on how energy, intuition, manifestation, and consciousness have all played a massive role in their success and fulfillment. I'm your host, Teal Cooper. Let's get real. Welcome back, friends. Today, you're going to be hearing a conversation with me and my friend, Kaylee Christina. Kaylee is a co-founder of ClearStem, a skincare line. And it's funny because the first time I heard of Kaylee was through her business partner, Danielle, who's an esthetician in San Diego and who I was actually seeing for a while in my lowest lows dealing when I was dealing with my acne issues. And she played a massive role in really helping me heal all of my, you know, biggest, deeper rooted issues with my acne. But they launched ClearStem in 2017 and have built the company to a seven-figure business in only two years. They are truly pioneers in the skincare industry by creating the first skincare line to combine anti-acne and anti-aging products into one. They're also non-toxic and non-drying products. And they're the first acne line that doesn't cause hormonal disruptors and has no toxins as well. So they scaled from one SKU, AKA a product to 11 SKUs in two and a half years also, which is pretty incredible. And I'm saying that because I now use like all of the products for the most part. And I'm not just saying this because she's my friend, but I truly like vouch for this product line. it's really, really helped my skin uh, with like decreasing breakouts, but also like eliminating the red marks that I get from acne and just like helping making my um, skin discoloration and like tone more even. But aside from that, uh, Kaylee's also just done a really good job at building her own personal brand. She's had a wellness lifestyle blog, and then she published a book that sold at Target and Barnes and Noble. And she's been podcasting for over four years as well. And what I love about Kaylee is that she's just like a huge advocate for crushing it as an entrepreneur, but doing it without losing yourself and your mental health along the way. I think a lot of us get so swept up, including myself. This is one of my biggest challenges that I'm working on is getting so swept up into like, what's the next thing, the next thing, instead of like focusing on myself, how I'm feeling, checking on my emotions, being aware in the present moment and just checking myself because it's not about, you know, the future. We only live in the present moment. Like that's the only time that truly exists. And so instead of focusing on, you know, we'll be happy once we achieve whatever it is and really stepping into how we're feeling now is so crucial to really help prevent any, you know, unhappiness down the line. So we really get into that. And we talk about also what creates fulfillment for her. And uh, she gives us a really uh, powerful practice and exercise that we can all take home and do to help us figure out, you know, what causes us to feel personally fulfilled and get to the root of what that is. And we get into a lot of just like mental health and wellness practices that she loves. So I am super excited for you guys to hear this conversation with Kaylee. And with that, let's dive into the episode. If you follow Kaylee on Instagram, you know that she prioritizes 
mental health and doing all the things wellness related. And I would love to start with you kind of just like giving your take on why you think it's so important for entrepreneurs to really prioritize their mental health and not lose themselves along the way. In the very beginning of building ClearStem, I sacrificed so much, which I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs do. You have to sacrifice in order to build a brand. But I got to the point where I was sacrificing so much that I was losing who I was because I was putting ClearStem before absolutely anything in life. And I was sacrificing my health, my mental health, my physical health. And then I realized that, and it's funny, we were talking about this yesterday, that I believe ClearStem exists to help build me as a person rather than me existing to build ClearStem. So if ClearStem's here to help build me, I need to be the best I can be in a very holistic, well-rounded way in order to build the most successful brand. So I have to fill my own cup up with everything that makes me feel whole, which is my spiritual wellness, my mental health, my physical health, um, with the foods that I eat, with the relationships that I have. So I feel so filled up that I can give everything I possibly have to ClearStem so it can be so successful. I've, just, I've seen so many close friends that lose themselves in their business. And then if, if something happens to their business or they exit, they don't know who they are anymore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them deal with a ton of health issues after um, both mental and physical. And it's kind of like they're spinning around in circles, not knowing where to go. And I don't, I don't want to feel confused of how I exist without ClearStem. So true. And you and it's funny that we always talk about this too, that like athletes, for example, they can do visualization and meditation and all these things that help, you know, biohack their way into being like the best performers they can be. But when other people do it, maybe like entrepreneurs and they talk about like journaling people don't take it so seriously. (laughs) And it's like, why (laughs) this gets me so fired up because so many of these things are seen very woo woo, like manifestation and journaling and visualization and having a life coach or a therapist or a mental coach. When in reality, professional athletes have all of these things. Like, I mean, especially you look at golfers, they have, um, they have personal trainers they have people that do body work on their body, which can be a very spiritual experience because you mm-hmm. hold a lot of stress and trauma in areas of the body. They also have mental coaches because so much of sports is a mental game as much as it is a physical game. So for us as entrepreneurs, it's the same. Building a business, yes, that can be very tactical and analytical, and but also creative but it's also so mental. And so we have to protect our mental wellness and we have huge dreams too. Like we're, we're performance-based people. The same way athletes are paid to perform. We're paid to perform as entrepreneurs. Like if our company doesn't grow and make revenue, like we, like (laughs) we're paid to perform like that's performance. So we have to do these things, whether it is journaling, manifestation, visualization, um, and have our mental health in check and have that mental support, whether it's a therapist, a life coach, a mental coach, a like spiritual guide, whatever that is to be the most, like the best we can be every day. I couldn't agree more. Like it's so spot on. Do you feel like you had kind of like a breaking point or like a low point where you were like, I need to start focusing on myself. Like what did that look like for you? For me, my breaking point was the ending of a relationship. I had got out of a six-year relationship and I dove straight into work. Like I didn't deal with it right away at all. I was like, oh, perfect. I have, this feels really painful. Well, I can just take up all of my time, dive into clear stem and not mentally deal with it. And then it's like, I would come up for air 
with clear stem and try to find balance and separate. And then I deal with all of that pain and I dive back more into clear stem so I could ignore it until I realized, you know, I have, I have an energy healer that I go to. I do manifestation, visualization, journaling, and I'm also pretty self-aware. So I knew I was doing this at the time. I was like purposely doing it. And I thought to myself, like, Kaylee, if you want to be the best person you can be for yourself, but also for that next person in life, that next partner that comes around that I really want to build a life with, I need to get my shit together. Like I have to get this other side of me together and I have to come back to loving myself and filling my cup up and then also find balance and be able to pour into someone else in relationships, whether it's friendships or a romantic relationship. So that was really my breaking point that made me stop and realize relationships are so important to me just as much as clear stem is, if not more, because I do believe the purpose of life is to do what makes you happy with the people that make you happiest. And as humans, we are built to connect with people and we are built to love. And so, yeah, so I knew relationships were so important to me. And so I dove into a lot of self-work that would, again, fill me up. So then I could fill someone else up and really work on being a great partner with someone else. I love that. I think it's so crucial. And I think a lot of it, like people, like I, I always forget too, it's like, this is work that needs to be a daily thing because it's so easy to slip up and like, I don't know, just that life or ego or like the lows and the highs, like get the best of us. So like, do you do anything daily to help you stay aligned? Actually? Yeah. So at first I wasn't doing everything daily. And what's funny is it's the same, it's the same advice I would tell someone if they were only eating like healthy two days a week or working out two days a week and not seeing a difference. I'd be like, you got to do it every day. Like you have to commit, but I wasn't doing that. I was like, journaling and doing energy work like once every month or something like that and I was like you know why don't I feel like I'm progressing so much and my energy healer Christina she's like absolutely incredible she's an energy healer manifestation coach she was like Kaylee like you're not doing it every day (laughs) like you have to do it every day and I was like duh like that's what I would tell people nutrition and fitness wise so I did commit to it every day um I do a very specific manifestation in the morning and a brain rewiring meditation at night And then I do journal every single day as well. And something else I've really worked on is just being very self-aware. So even though I do still have triggers that come up, like we're all human, we're all working on, we're all work in progress at all times, right? Like there's never perfection. Um, But I, I catch myself in those triggers now. So whether I'm dating someone and get triggered or a relationship, you name it, I try my best. And I feel like I'm pretty good at this is not being reactionary for things. I like stop and will give myself a day or sometimes even a week to like think on something. Cause I might be upset because my ego got in the way, or I might be hurt because communication wasn't on point and there was expectations that weren't communicated. And so I try to be really self-aware of these triggers and then come back to myself, meditate, journal on these triggers. If they're feeling really heavy, I'll talk to my therapist about it to get a different point of view and an action plan for it. And then I'll move forward. It's so important to be self-aware. Like that's so hard. I think like what we don't realize is the feelings that we have when something is triggered, it's like deeper rooted, you know, oh, it's absolutely. Like, it's never like a, it's typically never, ever about that person or that. Yeah. Thing. Cause it can be business related too. It can be something that you're triggered by in your business or it can be a relationship. And it's pretty much never about that thing or that person. It's a deep rooted issue of like a pattern of triggering that so you're not, let's say you're like with a partner and there's some type of miscommunication. You're really upset about it. 
it's typically not about that instant. It's like a pattern of instances your whole entire life that match up to that. And you're feeling that 20, 30 years of that pattern in that one instance. So like there's heavy, heavy emotions around it. And so you might do something a lot more reactionary, but really it's a, a buildup and culmination of all of that. Yes. This takes me to like the topic that I love so much is beliefs. Like a lot of our beliefs are rooted in our subconscious programming. And like for a lot of people who don't know what that is, it's basically belief systems that we picked up on as kids that were just projected onto us from others. So do you like, first I want to know, I guess, what beliefs do you have that serve you today? And then like what beliefs or limiting beliefs do you feel like you've had to overcome throughout your journey? The beliefs I have today that that have done really good for me is growing up, I was forced to be very independent. My parents were divorced, both remarried. One parents had kids. I was back and forth a ton, um, cooking myself, like doing a lot for myself. And so that trained me to be so independent, which I am today. Like I've always taken care of myself. I've always, you know, I've been a really good cook. So I've always had to cook for myself and be very self-sufficient with getting life things done. Um, and I think it served me a lot in my business. I've had no fear with diving head on with my business. I've never cared what people think when I quit my full-time job and jumped into clear STEM because I had just been so used to that growing up. Like if I wanted to do something, I had to take action and do it. No one was going to hand it to me. So because of that independence of growing up in a more chaotic divorced um, childhood state, it, that has served me so well. Cause I just, again, dive into things now with, with no fear around it. Um, the limiting beliefs though, I do feel like as a child, I was always trying to prove myself to be loved. And again, this is a limiting belief. This is not like blaming my parents for anything, but it's just the belief that's created per circumstances, like what your brain creates to protect yourself and to, you know, make you feel your best. So I felt like I always had to prove myself to be loved. And that's still something that I very much struggle with today is I do know, like, I know my value, right. But I do feel sometimes subconsciously, I think my value as a person is attached to my achievements. And so I think the more I achieve, the more I will be loved instead of just like, I can be loved by existing and being me. So that is very much something like I'm being very vulnerable right now. I'm just like throwing this out there. Um, but that's something I, I very much still work on. I do journaling around it. I talk to my therapist about it. I do different meditations on it. And you know, again, we're all work in progress and, you know, breaking through subconscious beliefs that have been a pattern for 30 years. And the best part about it is I'm aware of what those patterns are. And now it's just working on them. Exactly. And I think it's, it really is just a daily habitual work in progress. I can relate a lot to that because it's like, I've gone through breaking through revolving my self-worth around my business. I think a lot of entrepreneurs do that, which Mm -hmm. is why they end up leaving their businesses after they get acquired and they're like what the fuck do I do like and they're unfulfilled it's because their whole self-worth was revolved around it but transitioning to clear stem what are well first of all I, like tell us about clear stem and I want to know like what your big visions are for your company so many big visions oh my gosh Let's like clear stem is my baby like it's it's everything it's oh my gosh it gets me so excited to we're in a big scaling phase right now where we're able to implement so many new things that I am just getting so excited over the next like three months, six months, year. I just feel like a lot is transitioning right now, which is very exciting. Um, but ClearSTEM is the very first of its kind. It's 
an entire skincare line and body care line that is anti-acne, anti-aging, and non-toxic. We were the first to combine all of these different segmentations and niches of skincare because in the past, they've all been very segmented per like different industries within skincare. And we're actually told by a lot of different like mentors and consultants that we shouldn't do this. We need to pick anti-acne or anti-aging. People won't understand how to combine the two. Retailers won't understand where to put us and it'll create a lot of confusion. Firstly, retail is never a strategy from the beginning. Um, So we were like, no, we are going to like, that's why we created both. And is because there's so many people that deal with both at the same time. So historically you have acne products that are really, really drying, disruptive to your hormones. Uh, They ruin your skin barrier and they cause accelerated aging. So acne products cause aging, accelerate it. Anti-aging products many times break you out. They are filled with a lot of toxic ingredients, a lot of pore clogging ingredients. So you have the two working completely against each other. And then you have the whole toxic versus non-toxic side of skincare. We're learning everything you put on your body is absorbed into your bloodstream. So a lot of products you put on top of your skin can cause hormone disruption at its worst. That leads to disease and cancer Um, that can lead to a lot of other things like brain fog, unregulated periods in in men. It can lead to an, um, an overgrowth and an overproduction of estrogen, which guys do not want that women don't want it either. (laughs) Um, so that's why we brought all of them together. And then we educate a ton because we understand that skincare doesn't solve all the problems. There's many times an internal cause of it. So we have an entire protocol that takes people through a journey to get to the root cause of their acne. So taking them through gut health, nutrition, digestion, hormones, products, everything. I love it. I'm a big believer (laughs) and fan of clear stem products that have been for so long. So if you could say like your biggest goal right now that you're calling in or like your long-term vision that you're calling in, what would it be? Right now we are in a huge expansive stage. So in the last year, we've gone from four products to 11 and then have four more launching before Q2 in 2022. Um, So right now it is getting in the hands of more customers and getting our brand out there more. We have an extremely loyal customer base, our ClearSim family, which we pour so much into, but now it's time to reach the even bigger masses. And so brand awareness is so key for us. You're going to be seeing us at a lot of events in this upcoming year. Um, but we, I mean, at the end of the day, we want to make ClearStem a household name. I love that. And what do you do to like manifest this? Like, what's your take on manifestation? Like, do you do things every day to call this in, or like, what's your take on that? I'm still working on manifestation. I feel like I haven't truly nailed it. I feel like it takes a while to because the whole point of manifestation is you have to feel it, right? So you can say things all you want and you can picture it, but until you have that actual feeling you're not quite there yet. And I feel like I'm still getting there. So every single day I do envision short-term goals and long-term goals with ClearStem, like actually coming true, like as if I was already in that state. And then I'm really working on completely embodying the feeling behind it. It's the hardest part. It is. Like it's it's really hard to sit there and envision and like actually try to step in and then wake up and be like okay this is my life (laughs) and like just slap back in reality but I just talked to someone who's um I'm gonna have on the podcast and she said you only need uh 
60 seconds a day to get yourself embodying that wow. and in order to like attract it. Okay. I cannot wait to listen to that so, podcast because I feel like I need more tips on how yeah. to get into this state more. She's amazing. Yeah. But she told me that. So I was like, oh, there, there's hope because I don't need to be playing this every second of the day because that's impossible. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you, do you feel like the law of attraction kind of goes hand in hand with manifestation in that sense? I, I think it's almost the same thing. I mean, I think there's nuanced differences, but I think whenever you are visualizing something, embodying it and manifesting it, that's how you are attracting it. The same way, like if you were a basketball player and you practice every single day, work with a coach that helps you get better and then visualize it at night, it's like all coming together. So of course you're going to attract it because you're putting in all the hard work on top of totally envisioning it and embodying it. When do you feel like, cause you didn't grow up with this mindset, right. Of like believing this certain way. Like, was there something that kind of opened your mindset up to this? Or do you remember what kind of shifted for you to become more open to it? Yeah, it was, I grew up in Pittsburgh and this whole world of manifestation, visualization, everything, creating your perfect life wasn't a thing. I did not grow up with the mindset. It definitely happened through the people I surround myself with. That's something that relationships are the most important thing to me in this world, in my life. The people I surround like my friends, a romantic relationship, family, like family, you name it. And so I'm very particular with who I spend my time with. I feel energy a ton. Like I just straight up don't want to spend time with people that I feel like I'm being brought down because I don't like to feel that way. So I've never gone, it was never the mindset of, Ooh, I don't want to be around that person. It was, Oh, I want to be around people that I feel like I'm building them up and they're building me up. And it's just this really good feeling. And so the more you're around those types of people, they are also doing these things. So I've learned a lot of this through, through friends who are doing it. I'm like, you know, being open and vulnerable and like, Hey, I'm going through this. What's helped you. They share it. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. So then now I want to dive in more and, and learn about it, which is why like, I have an energy healer I work with. I listen to podcasts on it because I've seen it help other people. And of course I want to be the best I can be. So I wanted to try it out too. I think, yeah, I totally agree. People are so expansive in like mindset and beliefs. Um, what about fulfillment? Like how, what would you say is like, how would you break down what brings the most fulfillment for you and like how to live your most fulfilling life? I love this. Cause we were, we were just talking about this not too long ago. Um, our friend, Sam, she's the CEO and founder of Visor app, which plug, if you don't have it, download it. Um, she brought this up to us the other weekend about energy buckets and where we pour our energy into and where we want to pour it into. And so she asked me this question, we were on a walk and she was like, what are your energy buckets where you want to be pouring your energy into? And my first response was very surface level, not on purpose, but that was like the first thing that came to my mind. It's like, oh, I pour it in a clear stem. I pour it into like relationships. Um, I think my other one, what, uh, my, my last one was like health and wellness. And then I realized those aren't actual things. It's like, what if the clear stem bucket was taken away? What if like, something like if a relationship bucket was taken away, like I, you know, broke up with someone or lost a friend, something like that. So I realized clear stem is not the reason why I love clear stem. It is all the things underneath it that I'm doing to build it, that I get fulfillment out of therefore clear stem being fulfill, like fulfilling me. So clear stem's new bucket falls under creation. Like I love creating things and clear stem falls in that bucket, but so do a lot of other things I do. Like I love cooking. I love art. Um, I'm very like a pen and ink artist. 
And so being, and like, I love creating content and seeing things come to life. I love putting together events. Um, so that way my creation bucket, if something from that, like, let's say clear stem tomorrow, like just disappeared, I still have other things to pour my creation into. So I'm not losing myself and losing a major, major bucket. So creation is one of them. Um, love is another one. So relationships, friendship, everything falls under love because at the end of the day, like every relationship I have in my life, like friendships, family, everyone, like I, I love them. I love anyone that I I bring into my life and pour time, energy, I, I care about, like that's, that's love. So love is a huge one. Um, fulfillment is another one, even though these are all kind of fulfilling me, but um, what falls under fulfillment are like the little daily things that fill me up. So all my health and wellness things, like I love doing all the fun things like the saunas and the cryotherapy and getting IVs, but I also like love eating healthy. I love working out. Like what are those daily things that fill my cup up? And then the last one is connection. So I absolutely love connecting people. I love connecting with people, but also connecting good people with good people. It literally gets me so excited. You're the queen connector. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Like if I meet someone and we really just bond. We hit it off. I think they're an amazing person. And then I meet someone else who I also think is an amazing person. Then I think they would vibe. I'm like, oh my gosh, like these two people have to meet. Like there's nothing that makes me happier as if I'm like, I'm on Instagram or something and scrolling through stories and see like two friends that I've introduced, like never knew each other before. And then are now hanging out and getting closer. I'm like, yes, like that's amazing because I think this world is filled with so many amazing people. And I think more amazing people just need to meet amazing people. So it is literally my favorite thing to do to bring friends together, to bring awesome people together. It gets me so excited. Yeah, you truly are a queen connector. Um, so what advice would you give to someone who's like, I want to figure out what my buckets are or what fulfills me the most? It takes a little bit longer than you think. Like I said, my first buckets were like super surface level, not purposely, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. So get out those original buckets of where you think you pour your energy into and then get to the root of each of those. So for instance, like if it is your company or your job, okay, that's not your bucket. What gets you so excited about the job? What, or your career, what, um, what do you feel most fulfilled by? What do you love doing as a part of it and get to the bottom of it? Cause at the end of, when you create your buckets, you want to be able to say, I am blank. So my original ones would have been, I am relationships. I am clear STEM and I am health and wellness. That's awful. <laughs> you cannot say that. So my new ones are, I am fulfilled. I am connecting. I am loving. Um, and I am creative. So just think about that with your energy buckets. You want it to be in that term of filling yourself up with those. So dig deeper. It's, and it cannot be an object. can't be like material. It can't be a place, but there is a root to that. Oh, I think it's such a powerful exercise. Like I can't wait to go do that when I'm like my next journal sesh, but Kaylee, I love you. And thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. I love this. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my conversation with Kaylee. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on social. Tag Kaylee, Christina, myself, and at Real with Teal. Let us know what resonated with you. And if you haven't yet left us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts and can take a second out of your day to do that, I would be so grateful. That's all for me. Thanks again for tuning in and have a beautiful rest of your day.